it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, we've got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum, The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. It's Wednesday. It's 3 o'clock, so you know what that means. It's time for Shelly Live on VOCNation.com. Hola, hola, hola. You are listening to Shelly Live here on the VOC Nation. I am your hostess with the mostest, Shelly from Cali, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Danny California. Hello, hello. Are you in any relation to Robert California? Hmm. <laughs> I need to do the DNA blood test, the ancestry. Mm, mm. So for those of you who don't know who Robert California is, he's a character on the show The Office. And here's the thing. I forget his real name. He's an actor. You know him if you grew up in the 80s. He was always the jerk in all of the 80s films. And... um Hold on, there's this hair, a glob of hair I just saw, and it's really, that's all I can see, so let me just get rid of it real quick. Okay, I took care of it. <laughs> I have a thing with hair. Ugh, anyways. So, um, what was I talking about? <laughs> what the hell was I talking about? talking about an actor, a certain actor. Oh, yeah. So, um, he was always the jerk, Robert California. He was always the jerk, and um, he's in the office, and he plays a jerk in the office as well. But it's so funny because one day I was telling Metal Jesus, I was like, you know what, Robert California is the kind of guy that, like, I would totally end up being all buddy-buddy with, but I know, like, that's how he is. And I would never excuse him, but I'd have to, like, pick and choose when I wanted to, like, if I had enough energy to hang out with him. But he'd be that person that people are like, why do you hang out with him? I'm like, I kind of like how crazy and, like, straightforward and weird he is. But I take him in um, doses. I can totally see that, and some people, you know, you just take them in little doses. I feel like I have patience for kind of misfitty people, that a lot of people kind of are quick to judge and discount, and they're just like, oh, they're in that category, and that's just it, and it's like, ugh. And they have patience for you, yeah. because you get into certain categories. Yep, big yeah. time. Big time. Big time! So, this is big time tardy. <laughs> I was supposed to have this up on Wednesday, but oops, it's Sunday. Oh, well, just making it work. Making it work, making it work, making it work. Here's the thing. At least I'm giving you guys an episode this week. There's that. And here's the thing. I'm not going to feel guilty about it because 
like we've been going through it over here at Casa Martinez Mertz. Like Fred is having such bad issues with his health. It's been taking a lot of my time. And something that I mentioned um, on my podcast with or video cast with Stoner Jesus is, um, you know, my life is just different now. And I've realized that this past weekend. I realized that, you know, Fred and Ethel, when you know, I had Ethel for almost 15 years, I've had Fred for 20 years now, and uh, 20 and a half, 20 and a half years. It'll, it's at the half mark already. So 20 and a half years, and for a good portion of that, hello, they've been old, right? So having Minnie is so kind of weird to me because I'm so used to like my dogs getting older and the different things that come with it. So it's an adjustment to get reminded of the uh, what you need to do for young animals, you know. And then the other end is I'm not used to Fred being so pathetic to where he like needs help with everything to where he literally just like lays around and I feel bad but I see he's still there and there's a spark there still. So like it's supposed to be, I guess, like he's not like suffering or like in the sense of like, oh, we need to put him down or anything. But it's like, it's a trip. And I feel like, especially like when we first moved here in July, he was walking around still. I mean, he was having mobility issues, but he was still able to like walk around. I was so excited when Minnie first moved in because Fred was going on the grass more. So only in the last few months, it's really been bad. So the whole thing is like, on Tuesday last week, I wanted to record the episode, but by the time I got done with, like, everything I needed to, I was just like, gosh, I have to, like, tend to the dogs. I got to take care of dinner. It was a lot. I was like, I'm just going to worry about it tomorrow. Then Fred had a bad night, and it was this whole thing. So come Wednesday, I was just like, I, I was just, I'm so behind, and it sucks because I do have a commitment here and I want to see through that commitment and I want to be consistent, but it just didn't work out this week. And like the week before the same kind of thing. And I, what I've learned through all this is I got to go into this next week starting tomorrow into it. Like I have a new life. It's not the life that I had before. That's gone. It's over done. My new life is Fred Mertz is, on his last like limbs here and Minnie needs structure and guidance and she needs to learn a lot so that's my new life and it's fine but it took me a couple months now to kind of realize that well animals can really prepare you for children or just people etiquette in general and having certain patience with people as far as it's hard when somebody is just in a certain state of mind and they don't recognize that they do need a certain sense of guidance and they can get away with not getting that and that's a really interesting perspective to have and I think we are talking about animals but apply this to people it's very applicable, and I think some people are just looking for something. I'm looking for something. I know we all are.
but being mindful of those different behaviors, like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. And being during COVID and you can't really go out and do things, you can obsess. And animals, they get really upset when they're in house all day long and they get pent up and we are the same way. We get pent up too and we need to go out and do things and it's really hard right now to go out and socialize and have an outside life but just going for a walk and things like that and I'm preaching to the choir because for me I have a hard time going out and being exposed to life because I'm over it and I hate people sometimes and I hate to say that but I do and it's a really really strange time that we're in it really is and something I also talked about on the Shelley and Stoner Jesus smoke out today I just did it a couple hours ago is how because we're talking about wrestling groupies or rats as they say i don't like calling them rats oh that's they're ring rats is what they were called and some of them embrace being called that or whatever but some people embrace it Mm -hmm. oh interesting i'm so-and-so's rat oh Mm -hmm. it's it is what it is you know whatever but um i don't know a while ago i realized i didn't want to use that term anymore you know so when we're talking about wrestling groupies, I was talking about, I wish we got into it more, but I went off on a tangent, of course. But one of the things I was talking about is how my, I used to get crap for like kind of being friends or friendly with the rats or the groupies. And um, what made me not care, and I still continue to be friendly with them, and a couple of them I became friends with for a long time, I was close with a couple, is because I felt at least they were being honest about what they were doing. Because I found that the people that gave me a hard time were doing the exact same thing that these girls were doing, except they were talent. So it's like just because you're talent, you're not considered the groupie or the rat, but yet you want to tell me, God, why do you hang out with the rats? You're mad. And this is what I said today on the Shelly and Stoner Jesus Smokeout. What are you mad? Because you know that that's the guy you're banging's rat, quote unquote, and you want that girl out of the picture? Like, you're doing the same thing. So it was very like, ooh, like, if you're trying to be that way about it, I don't like that. Like, it, it gave me a bad taste that don't try to make me feel guilty. And then the thing is, too, I was saying, a lot of times with those groupies, a big reason why I felt comfortable with them and wanted to show them kindness was two reasons. One, some of them, it was really sad and I felt bad for them. And they just were like good girls getting caught up in weird things and like whatever. And then the other thing was is I understood kind of where they're coming from because even though I didn't realize it at the time, I was that same way but with more so like musicians and actors. And it wasn't that I was – the difference was is I wasn't really trying to. It was like I, in my head I was like, oh, because of work I'm around these people and that's why I'm meeting them. I'm not like – going to, you know, like some of these groupies, they find out where these wrestlers are going to be and they make sure to meet them, start to, it's like a whole grooming thing, you know, whereas me, it's like, oh, I'm at a party because I got invited because of what I do for a living and then this person, but 
the way I got treated and how I thought I meant more <laughs> to a lot of people and I did not. I saw that in these groupies and I, I felt for them because I felt like, dude, I fall for the same stuff from these people. Well, you don't have to be a celebrity to have a groupie. True. And you can be somebody who's normal and you juggle women. And you have the girl that's like, oh, I've been watching you all this time and blah, 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 and this and that. And I can relate to that, to being attracted to somebody who I was watching. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And when we got together, it was like, wow, I finally got what I was looking for. And that can be said on a normal status as well. And you never know who has how many girls in their pocket. But it's not about that, though. That's but, different. Because but, with a groupie, they know. They know these guys have wives. They know they have girlfriends. They know that a lot of times they're one of many girls. It's kind of like going back to before the 90 days. Oh, when Lisa, B90. Um, you know, baby girl Lisa. Baby girl. Or baby love Lisa. She was, it was so crazy because when you watch it and she was talking to her friends and because this chick um, on before the 90 days, she was going to marry a Nigerian guy, this Nigerian rapper. And they looked very mismatched. She was way older than him. I want to say that he was in his like late 20s, I think. And she was in her 50s. She was not a healthy weight. She didn't look like she took care of herself. Um, it was just didn't look it didn't look right. And I'm not saying that people like that can't fall for each other, but the more the story unfolded, the more it was very clear that he just wanted to get into America legally. That's just it. So when her friends are talking to her about it, she's just like Oh, because they call them Yahoo boys that do that, those Nigerian um, scammers. And she's like, I know about Yahoo boys. She's not a Yahoo boy. It's like even though she knows that that's not, she's still telling herself it's something else. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that happens. It's like in this case, that guy wasn't famous. Maybe in Nigeria he has a little career or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I guess my whole point is, is that with the groupies, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's like this, a lot of times, calculated, I, I, mean, I have a crush on this, in this case, a wrestler. So I'm going to find out where he stayed. I'm going to find out where he goes. It's like, it's it's almost like, it reminds me of, like, gossip magazines or TMZ where you're finding out, where you're like, oh, they eat there, oh, do 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 But the thing is, is that these people are going out seeking to bump into these people, have an agenda because they want to sleep with them yeah so it's different it it's different and the reason why like I said I felt like I kind of was one in my own way was in the sense of like if I dated this one musician 
dude, his relation his relationship is all over like ever since he's been famous, he's been famous forever. So it's like you know I know the um history, right? So the history is he's not a loyal guy. But why was I over there thinking that I was gonna be the one and that's what I'm saying with these groupies, I feel a lot of times and the ones I got friendly with and I asked them questions and how they felt, a lot of them knew the deal and they just were getting that high off of being that person's groupie and getting a little peek into their personal life, especially if they're a consistent groupie for years and years and years. Some wrestlers decades have the same one. Yeah. And then you have the other ones that are like, well, I know that's what, like, I know, I know, and I know I'm not the only one, but, like, you know, he tells me this and he tells me that, and I just know it's, like, different, and, you know, like, I really don't think he's talking to anybody else at this time because, like, da, 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 and it's like, no, dude, it's it's the same. And, again, that could be said in a non-celebrity thing, but what I've seen firsthand with me, I've given people more of a pass to get away with treating me like garbage than I normally with anyone else just because, oh, I felt I knew them because I've been watching who they are forever. And then with the groupies, it's like they are giving these people a pass and even doing things like having affairs with married people because they're obsessed with these people that they're a fan of. That's the difference. Wow. That's intense. That's very deep. It really is. And I've had friends and acquaintances that are fans of different wrestlers, and they become groupies, and they even have kids with these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they intermingle with their family, so it can get very committed, but it's still... It is what it is. And it can get very messy as well. And that's the thing, too, is the whole thing with the groupies became more of a serious thing to me when I started seeing, I guess, instead of people who have been doing it for years change their bad habits, even though they're admitting, oh, you know, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, I'm not going to talk to that guy anymore. He is married. I shouldn't do that. I'm not going to do it anymore. Whatever, whatever. He has a long-term girlfriend. I'm not going to do this anymore. I know I'm not the only one. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I get that because I've been there as well. But where my mind kind of shifted with my relationship, with my even just feelings about the groupies, is... I know how it is, but, like, the more I live life and experience life, I realize that's just not self-love. And mm-hmm. I did cut out those bad habits I had that were similar. And so when I would see or talk to different girls that I maybe I've known for a long time or I have, I've known back in the day and then they're just like, hey, because social media, how's it going? And they're doing the same things. It's like, you know what you're doing is wrong. You've admitted it's wrong, but yet you still slip. And it's not, I'm not judging them in the sense of like, because obviously they have an issue and that's why they keep repeating this pattern. And then it goes back to me feeling bad for them. And we all have issues. And we all have issues, all of us. But... I also know that I have issues, and that's why I've made the choices I did when they were as shady as it can be. But I also know that you get presented a choice. You continue or you don't. 
And that kind of made me just look at the whole groupie thing differently when I took my bad habits out of my life. And so it's just crazy. And, again, it just makes me feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy with all of that. And it really makes me sad because you already have the guys that talk about the girls like they're sluts because they've been with a couple guys in the locker room. But then, like, the guys don't look like, you know, the old, ancient, old, like, way. So it really sucks when you're seeing that these same girls that get so judged and shamed because they dated more than one wrestler. And, by the way, when you work in a company for how long or in wrestling in general, you're going to end up dating different wrestlers. It's just going to happen. So when they get shamed, but then they will shame the groupies when you do the same things. It sucks. I don't like that. There is definitely a double standard, and it goes both sexes. Yeah. It's not men versus women, and people can play a certain card, and oh, this and that, and oh, well, my ex-husband, or oh, my girlfriend or ex-girlfriend was this, this, and that. Mm. It's always that. Yeah. Well, I know I did this bad behavior, and I feel bad, but... This is what was going on. And it's like, or you are a breath of fresh air because my girlfriend has been cheating on me and she's been talking to this guy, treating me this way and that way. She's being psycho. And then I can be a woman dating a man saying, oh, yeah, my ex, she's being crazy and she's doing this and I I don't even care about her life, and I don't care about who she's dating, and she's all up in my business, and it's a whole issue, and blah, 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 blah. You know, you never know what people are talking about. It's true. That's why I hate everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth, but, you know, I don't know. That's why I kind of wanted to do an anti-Valentine's Day. Do you remember at Bird's? They would oh, have, yeah, like, yeah. all the things, like, anti-Valentine's, like, they would have hearts and don't call me yeah. ever or different little things. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting seeing how things like Valentine's Day and all that is. I already mm-hmm. told Metal Jesus, like, so this is what you're going to do. I need you <laughs> to buy this fire pit for the backyard. And then there's this one thing um, when we went to... Uh, Christy Etzalt's ring when I was using it for the Secret Society Customs. Um, I always say her last name wrong. And I don't know her last, last name. I do. It's, I'm seeing her sign right now. Etzen. Etzalt. Etzen Salt? No. <laughs> but she cures you like that. <laughs> her smile. But um, anyways... When we were at shooting at her place months ago, I fell in love with her backyard because she redid it. And she has these really cute, like, little seating areas. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. So I was like, okay, so we need to get I, – because I showed – I took pictures and I showed him that I wanted it for backyard. I wanted it hooked up. I was like, because we're going to have a date out there. That's just it. Like, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> we have a nice romantic meal out there by the fire. That's what I want. All right. And what I want is a birthday party there. I'm planning to have my next photo shoot for my birthday. No, no, I'm saying that here. Oh. I'm saying that I got inspired by her backyard, but I I need Metal Jesus to 
fixed it up here like that so that when we have our um I'll just say Thanksgiving. I always want to call everything Thanksgiving. Well, you need him to throw on the overalls and get the shovel and get to work. Shovel it. Take this shovel and stick it up your... Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet because it's getting late. This is the last thing I have to do for tonight. I got a bunch of stuff filmed today. Um or this evening after I had my Shelly and Stoner Jesus smokeout, which, by the way, if you want to be a part of that, go to patreon.com forward Shelly SJ smokeout. If you go to the Patreon, there's more options there for you. Like, if you just want the audio version, which uh, is, like, the first level that you can join, there's that. And then if you want to join a higher level, you can see the video and you can even join us on Zoom and smoke out with us or just hang out or whatever. Or you can go to OnlyFans.com forward Shelly SJ Smoke Out. You can check it out there as well. Not as many options there and you get more perks with the Patreon. Like I've been shooting um, sexy smoking videos for it and a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, and something I told Stoner Jesus (laughs) and I didn't tell you, which is kind of important. So I recently told Danielle that I wanted to bring back our podcast that's been on hiatus since last year, the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I told her was I need what I wanted to do was I need we have like a little over a hundred episodes, and I need to take out the music because there's music that we use and it sucks because that was a big joy for me to get like music. I get the facts. I'll still leave the facts in there probably. I don't know. We'll see how it goes when I edit it. But, um, so I was like, I'll just do like an iTunes thing, like whatever, whatever. But then today, after I was done doing my smoke out session, I was like, why not have it on that page? Because if I'm already driving people there and it's like the smoke out, the Patreon, Mm -hmm. we split the Patreon money that gets made. So like, I'll still get paid for it. So why not just put the wake and bake on there and then give people they're getting their money's worth. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I just have to give it to him. I already have over 100 episodes to give to him to start. So, you know, I'm going to be working on that in the next couple weeks. And then uh, once I get all of those up there on the Patreon for Shelly and Stoner Jesus Smokeout, we're going to come back. And I'm hoping by then we're going to have our whole setup with our mics and everything like that. Because it'll probably take a couple weeks for me to go through all those episodes. I think that is super exciting, and I'm so on board with that. And I am very interested and intrigued. I will have some more days off in the future, and I would love to tune in to you and Sterner Jesus and your live stream because I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> yeah, dude, totally, totally. And I haven't seen it yet, so... I would like to see that dynamic, that chemistry. Shoot, I'll show you right now. Here All right. My Shelly Live. Show me, show me, show me, show me. <laughs> we do these little teasers. And I've oh, been, okay. He puts teaser. Here's the teaser he put out today for today's show. You guys All get right. a little Let's sneaky peek it. to it. Hold on. I'm going to go to my Twitter feed here. In anticipation. Okay, here we go. Understand why? I'm so sorry to say that I don't like the young bucks. Why well, you so angry, bro? I don't bro. like the young bucks. I can't. They just get on my nerves. They're so good in the ring. They seem so nice. I don't know why. Don't and 
have not harmed anyone, especially you. I know! I'm a bitch, but I'm not trying to be a bitch. I forget. Because <laughs> they were, here's the thing, and when I want to look uh, up their names, it's because, I'm, it's not disrespect, like, oh, I don't like them, so I don't know, I don't know their names. It's like, they're an era below me, as far as, like, my, they were in my era. They were, right. like, young, and cause that's why there was a wrestler who was in my era. That's who really young, but. helped train me, Frankie Kazarian. He's the one that gave them their names when they first started wrestling. So they're just, they were very young when I was, like, I heard even in WWE, I already came back to California. Like, that's when they were already, like, whatever. Like, let's see what their names are, and I'll tell you the one I want to slap. Yeah, ever since you met them and, and direct message, I've been, every time AEW comes on, I look out for them and just to see if there's something <laughs> unlikable about what they're doing. They seem really good. I don't know. I know. So there's a, that's one, and then, Here's when we go, let's see here. You and Stoney get into some little troubles. I know, we get into troubles. <laughs> we've been calling out Macaulay Culkin. We've been calling... Dang! <laughs> so he Lorena out, Bobbitt. Cause every, t- every time we have our show, because we, ta- we said that we want oh. Macaulay Culkin to come on our show, and every time we've had it since then, he goes, Macaulay still hasn't hit me in the DMs. Like, Macaulay... So, I do- I get what do you guys just... Go ahead. I, I just, I don't know. I am not the biggest fan of him. So okay, let me... Real quick. Well, I just, I'm intrigued. Well, here's the thing, because we're talking about the Home Alone thing, just right? join and log in today and follow Shelly and Stoner Jesus, because I'm like, wow, I wish I was. <laughs> well, here's the thing. When we were talking about Home Alone, and we are going to watch it, I was talking about how he got on my nerves, but he didn't get on my nerves in, like, Uncle Buck, and he plays, like, it, kind of like a silly kid in there. He didn't get on my nerves. I thought he was good. He had a good chemistry with John Candy, I felt. Yeah. So, like... But when he plays on Home Alone, I don't, he gets on my effing nerves. And then I talked about how he's a child actor, and I get that because I've been around child actors. I've been friends with them. I've dated them. I get it. There's this whole thing that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm very intrigued with him and everything he puts out there because then sometimes he, like, exposes the illuminate, but then, like, He'll like be a part of it. It's just weird. Like he, I want to know. Like I want to, I want to see his vibe. And one of the things I mentioned is that he was in that bar wrestling that was here in SoCal for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang it! Like I want to know what his vibe is. But here's one that you'll like. Okay. You'll appreciate this one. I haven't put this one out yet, but he put this on Twitter when we had it after our show. That sequence. <laughs> Doug and I. Doug Benson. Oh. And what did I say? I I can't even remember now. It was so long. Oh, you know when you you dislike someone for so long, you forget how it started. Sorry, didn't mean to laugh so loud. To him about how he had been rude to me one of these times I had seen him, and then we filmed this thing. <clears throat> and then because I'm the wrestler, they had me do like some kind of silly thing, and then I was done. So then when I was leaving, I accidentally left something behind. So he was really nice at that point, but I could tell he didn't like. Oh, that's what it was. I went back and forth with him. He tried to bit me, do his little bit on me, and I went, oh, okay. <laughs> and then that's what it was. And then he was like, oh. And I said, well, actually, blah, 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 blah. And so um, when I went and I left, 
opened the door, I can hear him, and he was totally talking shit about me. <laughs> he was told, and the room was laughing and how he was talking shit about me. And I was like, wow. So I just was listening. And then right when I knew, like, you know how guys, I mean, and people do it in general. When you get a group of people and you know that they're uh, being egged on, so they're, like, at the height of being egged on, he's egging them on about, like, me and talking shit about me. And so then, right when it was at the height of that, I opened the door and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot, whatever. And then I just remember Doug was like, oh, and everyone was like, oh. And then I just walked in, I grabbed it, whatever. I was like, later, bitches, and I closed the door. And so then after that, I kept bumping into Doug. And then I remember I was outside of UCB in, Los, or in uh, Franklin Village, and there he was, he was performing, and I used to live near there. And I was like, oh, do you remember me? He's like, yeah, I remember you. Like, it's weird. Like, <laughs> so, oh, I thought there was more of Stoner Jesus in there. Oh. When I, we talk about feet, when we talk about feet, he gets in there. Well, here's the thing. I know my sister, and I know Shelly, and Petty Shelly, Saltinas mm-hmm. to the max. And I totally get how this is all very natural. So many people pay so much money to hire like different reality oh, stars. Shelly gives you reality without being fake. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was actually waiting for you because you were doing an interview at the Bourgeois Pig. That's what I was doing. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Freaking Doug. So almost every show we talk about Doug and I go, hi, Doug. <laughs> and then he'll say, Doug Bezins has DMDM me. He's probably rolling his eyes somewhere. I think this one, he, there's more interaction with us. Clips. We do have a good vibe because we. Here's the thing, Danielle has seen me do this so much, and actually Danielle is really good at this too. But she's just witnessed me doing this a lot. Um, we are really dry with our humor sometimes. We can be so straight faced in telling you something that like it looks like we're telling you it's a fact, and it's abs- like one time we went to the show and Danielle. It was um, around. Uh, it was a it was on 4th of July, and there was fireworks going on, and Danielle had this cute little headband on. It was, like, little antennas that were, like, red, white, and blue, like, whatever. It was cute, like, kind of like a little alien, but, like, whatever. And this weird guy that was all drunk came up to Danielle, and he was just talking to her, and then he was like, oh, where'd you get that? And he, she was like, I was born with it. And he looked at her, <laughs> and he just went, no, <laughs> no. He was all trunky poo. Yeah. And he was being a silly head. And me and Shelly just have these moments with people. And it's super funny. And we should always have a camera on us. I know. <laughs> well, that's the dynamic with me and Stoner Jesus. Like, he reminds me of my buddies in Kentucky that we would just talk nonsense or crap to each other but it wasn't even in like okay like Danielle and I have a friend Huey and whenever Huey hangs out we give each other a hard time we're cracking jokes we're talking SH that's one thing and I love that but what I love even more 
is when I have friendships with people that we're literally improving with each other about things that are ridiculous. And it seems like if you were eavesdropping on us, we're really being very serious. So we always get into it about the feet. Like today, he was like, you know, I don't know why I don't have more groupies and blah, 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 blah. We're joking. Like, but we're saying it real straight, you know. And then I was like, you know why? Because how many times now do you keep talking about your feet and not once have you shown them? I went out and I made an Instagram of mine. I made a website for my feet. What have you done? Nothing. You wonder why you don't have groupies. He's like, I know it. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, like, we have this really fun, like, thing going. A little dynamic. It's really cool because it's very natural. And to be honest with you guys, the first time I was on his show, his Stoner Jesus podcast, I didn't know how it was going to go. Like, I've just known him from online. We've been online friends for a while now and, you know, checking out his content here and there. So I had no idea. And it just felt so natural. So then when he was like, hey, you want to do a show together? I was like, oh, dude, this is awesome. Yes. Can we please do this? And... I've just found a lot of joy in it because I'm finally doing what I wanted to do. I, I always love, I love working on my own stuff. But I love collabing with people too, especially when it's easy and it's not like, oh, got to have this commitment now. Well, and it's really nice to probably collab with somebody who has already started making their own platform. Yeah. And they're not trying to be like, oh, you have a platform, I want to be a guest, I want to, exactly. you know, whatever. But we have our separate platforms, our separate audiences, and so let's collab and let's have a good time and no ego involved. And that's really rare. Well, that's what collab to me is supposed to be, is like, you, like you said, you have your people, I have my people. I think a good amount of my people would dig your stuff. You know what? I think a good amount of my people would do your stuff. Let's introduce our people and let like let's see who would be interested. And it's so cool because when I started seeing Secret Society members or OnlyFans Premium members sign up for the smokeout, and even had good old Jesse, shout out to Jesse, Jesse K, in Jesse K. Mm-hmm, in on a smoke session with us. It's like yes, dude. I knew like first of all, I knew Jesse K with really dig stoner jesus i knew specifically uh, jesse k is a uh, secret society member forever he was original only fan back in the day when i had my first only fans before patreon and all that and so i've gotten to know him throughout the years and i'm like dude and so when he signed up and stoner jesus sent me the thing i was like oh my gosh yes i knew it i knew he would love it so it's really cool it's like it's already happening you know what i mean like and it's that that was the goal. It's like it's not to oh, I want to get more followers. I want to get more. It's let's come together and bring what we both have to the table that the other one's missing, and like let's highlight each other. And that is rare because I've also collabed with people who generally just want to collab and they're cool about it, whatever. But that like wanting to go the extra mile and be like, you bring something out of me that I need. I kind of feel I bring something out of you that you need, so let's do something. And that's exactly what our relationship is. Yeah, and again, it is very rare to see that because some people, they are 
in the same industry and even unbeknownst to them are in a bit of competition. Mm -hmm. And so they will promote you on a certain status versus promoting you on the same status. And as a business owner, you want to be like, oh, I'm the head honcho and I have these different talents and blah, 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 blah. And you can have that approach. And then you also can have their approach where you are an you can have the approach as your envelope. What? On Star Trek, it's a, a certain type of alien. <laughs> On Earth, it's an influencer. What did you say? Listen back to it. <laughs> say it again. Sometimes you're an But on Earth, you're an influencer. Envelope. What's this Ivava? I don't know about this Ivava. It's an alien colony. Ivava? I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Some aliens, they are Martians attack. What? <laughs> Some aliens are Martians attack? Yeah. Some aliens are Martians attack. Yeah. How does that sentence make sense? Some aliens are Martians attacked. That sounds like a Jeopardy question. I need to, like, <laughs> what is Danielle? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well, it's a combination of Mars attack and the WB Martian, the little guy I with the little helmet. I just don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so lost. Maybe it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Maybe it's time to go to bed. I'm trying to make a statement on different types of people, but obviously I am an alien. And from Ovava. From Ovava. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have a good Monday. I'm sure that's when this will go up. I'm going to send it out to um, the VOC Nation first thing in the morning because I just, I'm right there with you, Ivava. I'm ready to take this makeup off and go to bed. And I have to clean this room up too. So, anyways, I'll be back next week on Wednesday. You'll have a new episode here on VOC Nation. And if you want to see what the hell I'm up to, just go to Shelly'sLinks.com. Everything's there. And if you want to check out what Danielle's up to, Go to Green Venus 10 all around on the Instagram, on the Twitter. And, yeah, that's all we got for this week. And until next week, I'm Shelly from Cali. She's Danny California. And I'll be smelling you later. Adios. Toodles. This is Blanche Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Fred Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, 
Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.